From Brainwashed. America's Cultural Revolution. By Barry Howard Minkin. The Great Khan. Is it possible all these sectors have been brainwashed and have been brainwashing you? Sounds crazy but let's deconstruct my broad wild claim into workable pieces to examine. The Power of One. The father of what became the multi-billion dollar victimization and divisity business was Jesse Jackson. Jackson had strong credentials including being in the vicinity when MLK was killed. Blanketing his greed and ambition under preacher garb, this physically imposing charismatic leader rushed in to fill the vacuum left by the death of MLK. He became Clinton's go-to guy to bring and keep black voters in the Democrat camp. He was rewarded for his effort with the government seal of approval for various get-rich schemes including some usurping U.S. foreign policy. For example, he was paid handsomely for his support and access to Clinton contacts by dictators and terrorists like Omar Gaddafi. Are you ready to hear the incredible true story of how Jackson's greed led to unquestioning acceptance of the myth of systemic racism by most sectors of our society? Deep pockets and spineless executives made business an early target for a lucrative extortion scheme I call the Great Con, a form of blackmail by black males. It begins with lawyers working with black mafia godfathers like Jesse Jackson and Al Sharpton identifying an organization with deep pockets a mark to extort. Call it a facts strategy. The con goes like this, first they hire an expert booster, perhaps from an Ivy League school, who they know will support their position. The expert then prepares a slick statistical presentation of the obvious. There are fewer blacks than white or Asian American employees in all levels of high tech or some other company or industry that requires a high degree of skills and or education. The expert then predicts what the numbers would be if blacks were represented according to their proportion of the U.S. population. Besides their own cadre of private lawyers, they bring in friendly lawyers from the EEOC to threaten legal action by the government to remedy the situation. The fallacy is to see this disparity of minorities in an organization as proof of systemic racism. Those of us with at least half a brain know there are other factors involved, most importantly and obvious is the scarcity of candidates having the experience, academic requirements, or skills needed to be hired based on the job requirements. But predictably the obvious reasons are quickly devalued or completely ignored. Instead, pressure is exerted by lawyers and from their friends in the EEOC, Equal Employment Opportunity Commission. This self-immolation is enthusiastically supported by the brainwashed woke corporate employees since it is consistent with their academic teaching and the party line that our country is systemically racist, a theme that is unquestionably parroted by other sectors of society. Do you agree that the easily proved obvious reasons such as a lack of required academic credentials, previous experience, or skills are the likely reason for the discrepancies by race and gender in business? Multi-billion dollar victimization and divisity business. To avoid any controversy and having EEOC vultures looking through their books, subjecting them to being harassed and to negative media attacks, most eunuch executives and boards choose to roll over like lapdogs and allow the extortionists to make millions. By always settling out of court, they inadvertently expanded this extortion to other business. In fact, the great con would expand and develop into what has become a multi-billion dollar victimization and divisity business. These self-serving minority squeaky wheels will provide the stage, script, and collect and distribute the bacon from the Biden big government pig trough. Did you know that almost every charge of discrimination is settled out of court and Jesse Jackson, Al Sharpton, and others made millions from these settlements? This is why business would rather parrot the false systemic racism slogans. Indeed, they already paid heavily for protection from further attacks from the victimization and divisity extortionists. At all costs never stop shouting the myths and slogans since they are the lifeblood of the great con. At the final presidential debate, Joe Biden didn't give any hint about whether if elected he would pack the Supreme Court, 
which would of course destroy our government's brilliant system of checks and balances. But he was very clear that his administration was going to deal with the buzzword called systemic racism. Like the police target blacks, hands up don't shoot, no justice, no peace, Trump is a racist, white privilege, equity, critical race theory etc. These slogans are vaporous and, as I will show, not at all supported by facts. Nevertheless, such slogans provide cover for dangerous groups like Antifa, New Black Panther Party, and Black Lives Matter to destroy our cities and pervert American history and values in our version of the malcultural revolution. You will hear these myths and lies because they are required for the victimization and diversity private and public extortion schemes to work. If there is no systemic racism, how will you justify giving billions in government grants to minority cons to study and fix the problem? Warriors or pawns? Sure, it feels good believing you are helping an oppressed minority break the chains holding them back from equal justice. I sure felt that way doing my thing at Coca-Cola to advance civil rights in the 60s and 70s. But unlike you, I watched the pendulum swing away from racism toward blacks, women, gays, and those with a handicap to overt racism against white, straight, non-handicapped males. I observed how the media swallowed the con, that blacks not getting jobs or admission to schools was due to some bogus hoax, currently branded systemic racism rather than obvious inability to compete based on merit. For sure, the power behind the Biden throne is the multi-billion dollar victimization and divisity, my word to mean causing divisiveness, industry. This industry created the hyphenated study courses, out of which angry, obnoxious graduates inject their I hate whites, men, and America, cancer into organization of all types. Do you think indoctrinating students with the personal views by professors is better than hearing diverse views and letting the students decide? The brainwashed, many very good liberal but naive people, are made to think they are social justice warriors out doing good for society. But, in reality they are pawns being moved by politically astute conmen for their personal gains. These robot warriors are programmed to march to support and excuse black criminal behavior from groups like BLM Marxists and Antifa anarchists, committed to destroy our country. Completely ignoring facts, they instead swallow propaganda, such as the total hoax that police target blacks for racist reasons. They compound the problems by voting for politicians and prosecutors that came out of the same robot factory who support criminals and anarchists over law-abiding Americans. 